0: Good afternoon, and welcome to another episode of Not Minding My Own Business. I am your host, estate planning and elder law attorney, Russell Farbiard, and I am joined here uh, today by Louis uh, Vanderhorst. Louis, w- welcome.
1: Thank you, Russell. It's a pleasure to be here.
0: Well, wonderful. And We, we were just chatting before we got we got on, um, but you, you are actually used to being the interviewer as opposed to the interviewee. <laughs> Yeah, uh, so this I, is a first. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so so you mentioned you have a podcast a podcast of your own, real estate heroes. Uh so why don't we start start there and just tell us a little bit about about your podcast? Yeah, uh the real estate home runs uh
1: yeah. is a is a podcast that I have uh where I started uh just because I love to learn. I I love to find out what people do, how they got there. Uh, What are some things that help them be successful? And also, okay, and now with this knowledge, how can I share it with others? Right. Uh, And and I was like, oh, these conversations that I'm having with these people, others are asking me the same questions. Uh, They're wondering the same thing. So why don't I uh, put it out there for people to see and learn like, oh, how was that person able to buy their first real estate deal? Mm -hmm. Uh, How are they able to fund it? um, how can I be involved in real estate? I have no money or I have no time. You can be involved.
0: So necessarily sort of leads us, you know, uh, well, before I, before we, we, we move up, move to, you know, exactly what you do. Wh- where can people find your podcast?
1: It's on uh YouTube, Spotify, uh, anchor, um, and, uh, some other platforms as well. Yeah. I, um, I, I was a little more consistent before, have kind of slowed down uh, now that I'm uh, focusing more on real estate, and uh, I'm sure we'll get to that later on. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, yeah, YouTube, Anchor, um, Google Podcasts, okay, those pla- platforms.
0: So why don't, we get, why don't we get into it? Tell, tell, tell me, what's, what sort of real estate work are you doing?
1: Yeah, so I've been uh, buying whole investors. So buying houses that need work and um, keeping them as rentals uh, and um, have also been doing some other types of creative real estate uh, where um, fix and flips like we acquire the house, put it on the market and sell it to a family um, and then um, some other transactions uh, off market.
0: I, I love the phrase creative real estate because uh if you've been in real estate long enough you know that every deal is a, is is an exercising creativity tell me about it yeah <laughs> so so what what is the most what is the most creative real estate uh deal that you that you've had been involved in
1: yeah uh interesting question um I'll tell you about my first one um sure. the uh uh it was not really creative but and it wasn't a home run (laughs) so you're like oh louis so then what's the purpose of your podcast (laughs) Uh, but um i was attending uh meetups in the area local groups for investors and uh the one of the he was actually the secretary of the berks ria he approached me uh, because he knew i was uh young determined and hungry (laughs) and um he was like, Hey, I have this property on the market. I would love to, I know you want to learn about real estate. I would love to sit down with you and show you the numbers, see how it works. So we met up at the Reading Public Library on Fifth Street and, um, he's like, they're showing me this is income. These are expenses. And, um, this is how the cap rate, uh, um, I know some high level terms there. Um, but, um, basically broke it down so easily that I could understand it and said, yeah, uh, this house has been on the market. It's about to expire soon. But, uh, if you want it, um, I'll sell it to you for 37,000, $5,000 less than, uh, what he had it listed for. And, um, that one was not so creative, but I was able to use some money that I had saved up. Uh, while I was in college and used that as a down payment on a house, on that house. And I am so glad that he sat me down, showed me like what the numbers meant, how how it all works. And kind of like in a friendly way, kind of put me on the spot. Um, And -hmm. I'm so glad that he did that because otherwise I wouldn't have pulled the trigger and uh, bought that property. And later I learned that uh, he he needed to sell because uh, his wife had cancer mm-hmm. and he wanted to liquidate his real estate so he could spend time with her. Um, and um, I, I learned that uh, uh, less than a year ago, he, he passed. Um, but that was not, with, out of that deal, it was not that that was worth it. It was the relationship that I was able to build with him that really changed me.
0: Well, you, you ha- he became a mentor for you.
1: He became a mentor <laughs> for me, yes. Um, and that's kind of what empowered me and allowed me to buy other deals. And now when we're talking about creative, I've been able to buy some deals with none of my money at all. Um, There's been through private lenders that fund the renovations and the purchase, um, and which is unheard of. And I'm, I'm only using a bank at the end. If I have to or I'm listing it on the market, but that's some creative stuff that yeah. I've done.
0: So so I've been I've been involved in some of the, in some of those deals as well. Um, uh, because as a, as in a, in addition uh to being an, an attorney, I'm also a title agent and so I've insured uh some of those some of those projects. But if you want to explain to our to our listeners uh how exactly that works how how that works that you can buy an investment property and not use a- Use a penny of your own money. Yeah,
1: great question. And I, uh, that's also another reason why I decided to start the Real Estate Home Runs podcast, because when people think of real estate, they automatically equate that to a realtor. Right. And, I, and um, I'm, I'm not a realtor. I have many realtor friends. I, I have uh, services that I provide to realtors, uh, but real estate investing does not stop or end there. There are so many other ways that people can be involved in real estate or learn about real estate. And realtors just happen to play one part of it. Uh, So how I was able to buy uh, some of the houses that I did without any of my money is that I um, connected with a a friend who had money in a savings account or uh, a, a retirement account. And they lend me from that retirement account um, and we worked out the terms, the, per- the percentage, uh, so that it was beneficial for her uh, and also beneficial for me. And I didn't have to go through the whole process of uh, getting bank approval, bank financing. And, and I was very attractive to banks and um, credit unions at the time because I had a job. I had a W-2 job as a teacher, and they liked to see that but I wanted to have the flexibility to have more time and more control in the funds. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's how I was able to buy. So that, that person was able to walk away with a good amount of okay. profit just for lending me the money.
0: <laughs> so, so those, those sort of lending arrangements tend to be higher than, you know, a rate that you would get at the bank. Um, and are they, are they typically for a long period of time or a short period of time? They're typically
1: for a shorter period of time, and I, what I've seen is anywhere between seven to ten percent uh, return. Uh, and um, what's what's different about that is that it's real estate backed, whereas other type of investing or or lending opportunities are not real estate backed. So that's a big benefit. So meaning that worst case scenario, right, the person Gets the house for them. They keep the house and they can do whatever they want with the house. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Uh, now you mentioned some other, you know, what I'll call terms of art a few, a few minutes ago, like uh, cap rate. Uh, if you want to explain to our listeners what what your what the cap rate is, and when, you, and more importantly, when you're looking at a property, what is it you're looking for to determine if it's a good a good fit for your investment portfolio? Yeah, excellent questions. Uh, So the cap rate is
1: mainly used uh, on commercial properties. And uh, it basically is the net operating income divided by the value of the house. So the net operating income is the uh, income minus expenses divided by the value of the house. And that is your cap rate. So the, the better the cap rate is, the the better the property is. Some people buy an asset, they do uh, improvements to the asset, uh, fixing up windows, fixing up doors, um, uh, floors, increasing the rents. So now they're, and, and forcing appreciation, meaning forcing the value of the house or the apartments. So the better the cap rate, the better they can sell it if they decide to, or refinance with the bank to get that value out. Yes. And so then and and another question you had was uh what <laughs> uh,
0: the, what are
1: some things that I look for.
0: Yeah, this is the problem with compound questions. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay.
1: Uh you threw me a curveball there but <laughs> So uh yeah, those are great questions. So I look for um location, they say location, location, location uh, when you're looking at uh real estate to buy. And it's it's true. You want to consider the area because you do not want to buy something that uh, is the you don't ideally you don't want to buy the best looking house in the worst neighborhood, or in the best so much money into a house in the worst neighborhood because the value of of or the comparables of the houses nearby is going to impact your house as well. So what what's best to do is to do it the other way around. Now, instead of buying the best house in the worst neighborhood, buy the worst house in the best neighborhood. Improve it. And, and and that's a good rule of thumb. But having a, a good team, having uh, uh, attorneys on your team, uh, your toolbox, uh, title agents in your toolbox, uh, agents and good contractors. Oh man, good contractors. Mm-hmm. That's a major one there uh and trade them well <laughs>
0: yeah yeah you know you said you mentioned contractors and, and i'm sure i'm sure you've seen a lot of what a, a lot of duties out there on the marketplace I'll, I'll i'll never i'll never forget my wife and i were looking for our first house um we wanted something with that had two bathrooms and apparently in in a lot of houses two bathrooms means a bathroom on the main level and a toilet somewhere in the basement uh and i've seen Seen multiple of those. I'm sure, sure you have. What what is what is sort of the 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 most interesting or bizarre thing you've seen when you're looking at the at properties? Um,
1: I've seen a lot of things. Um, and um, like people perhaps using this the wrong um, flooring, um, or or the um, Uh, the first property that I bought. (laughs) Blood red carpet, oh, bright yellow walls. I was like, all of this needs to go.
0: (laughs) The 1970s called and they wanted their carpet and their drapes back.
1: (laughs) I guess so. But I was like, why would people have this type of uh, layout? Uh, so I, I, I changed that. Yeah. But I've seen contractors, yeah. Using the, the wrong outlets or, or um, doing, yeah. Not installing GFIs properly. Uh, you, yeah. Or, or even doors with the door knob the wrong way. Uh, so, uh, and, and we're, we're seeing it more now with the hype of HGTV and like everybody wanting to get into flipping or, and it's, it's a job for the people that do flipping it's it's a job and uh sometimes um some contractors just want to paint something uh you know put some lipstick on it and move on without looking at the details making sure the things are done well and and it's tough when you're in a in a timeline time frame so it's um yeah it can you you gotta know how to find that
0: that medium yeah that 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 that's for sure and I'm sure you have a good team of contractors at your disposal because time is money how long does it usually take you to to renovate a house before you, you put it back on the market it depends really uh how
1: extensive the um the project is uh, the the largest one that I've done to date uh, was like a total renovation it was um down to the studs and we built it up from installation to um, uh, wallpaper, I mean, uh, drywall, not wallpaper. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We do not put any wallpapers on our (laughs) properties. (laughs) Um, Yeah, everything, new bathroom, uh, completely new kitchen. Uh, That one was um, a year and it's because we, uh, that one, that property was a learning experience. We didn't run due diligence properly on like checking the septic and the whale and um it kind of came back to us later on but we addressed it we we uh, fixed the issue and now we're on their contract with a nice uh, family
0: well wonderful
1: but you typically i try to stay with between uh three to four months
0: yeah i would, I would imagine you know probably your lenders are are looking at getting repaid and like what six to eight months? So, mm-hmm. you're, you pr- you you want to keep keep it moving. Uh, what neighborhoods um, do you do you typically have? Do you have homes in? Is it just in the city of Reading, or or do you do, you do uh, deals in in the suburbs as well? I do deals in the suburbs
1: and have uh, properties in different areas of Berks County.
0: Yeah, yeah. So you said earlier that you started your career as a teacher. So. How long were you a teacher? I was a teacher for six years okay and what did you teach social studies middle school middle school i have a middle school daughter i I'm, 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 <laughs> yeah, i' i'm i yeah i it's it's definitely an interesting age were you fifth and sixth grade yeah sixth and seventh six, Sixth and seventh uh, mm-hmm. and what what sort of motivated you to to move out of teaching uh and and, and into what you're doing now full-time it's been my goal to do real
1: estate full-time uh since i started teaching uh i like i said earlier i just love the idea of learning um and then applying that and um i i also enjoy seeing something in the worst shape and improving it um bringing it's like improving its value um and i just want to um yeah just do something good in in the world and and i favor is important to me so i um want to be a good steward of what god has given me so that's basically what what motivated me to to do
0: it okay uh, and and. W- What did you, what, what skills did you take from the classroom to the real estate market? A lot. (laughs) I'm sure.
1: A lot. Um, And in the classroom, uh, you, people say teachers, you know, uh, they're the ones that know it all. They, they, they're the teachers, they're teaching the students, but Believe it or not, as a teacher, you learn even more than the student. Mm -hmm. You have to learn it twice. Learn it for yourself and learn it so that you could teach it to other people. So you have to pay extra attention. And those are skills that you, transferable skills that you can apply anywhere you go. How to, in most businesses nowadays, especially in real estate, and and what you and I do, (laughs) you're constantly talking to people interacting with people so people skills is at the most uh, uh, important and and knowing how to not take things personal uh, but look at it from uh, try to put yourself in other people's shoes and see things how they see them and um, uh, now in, in real estate I see it where like I'm coming in the classroom, I was solving issues in the classroom and not just teaching social studies, but hey, this, this student didn't have anything to eat for breakfast. Uh, They, they were up most of the night, they have a a newborn in the family, they're one of five kids. Uh, So it's like, okay, how can I identify where they are, so that I can come up with a game plan to take them where I want them to go. And it's it's the same thing with real estate, with a project, to helping a family going through foreclosure from one uh, going from one place to another. All of that ties in, and and teaching uh, teaches you a lot.
0: <laughs> it it certainly does. Now I'm I'm a, not a not an educator in the in the formal sense, but I I can imagine, you know, you you see a lot of things. Uh, in the classroom setting uh, that I'm sure are helpful in in figuring out problems as you're working through a real, a real estate deal. Um, Now, is there something about, you know, the work that you're doing in real estate you think that that more people should be aware of?
1: Yeah, I think the fact that um, uh, real estate is not just tied into realtors. There are other ways that people can learn about real estate and be involved in real estate Um, And and I feel like uh, real estate is a vehicle that um, can change someone's trajectory Um, and it can position people in a better place Mm -hmm. and in a position where they can uh, do something better for the community, do something better for themselves and things like that.
0: Yeah, I had a, you know, it's interesting. I had a guest on um, a few weeks ago and we were talking Mm -hmm. about the value you know, the, the, the percentage return on the, on an investment in real estate, which is Mm -hmm. a lot, it can really be a lot higher than, than you think, because if, if, even if you borrow something, you know, borrow at, you know, say five, six, seven percent but if it goes, if the value of it goes up 10 to 12%, um, Mm -hmm. you've made made a a pretty nice uh, return on on your investment. Uh, Mm -hmm. So so that's something I, you know, I think that sometimes people don't necessarily always, always look at that, you know, from From the long term, the long term perspective, now, mm-hmm. if there's someone who's wants to get more involved in this in real estate inv- investing or whatnot, mm-hmm. are there resources that you that you can point them to? Are there courses or that you can take? Um, yeah, if they're interested in
1: uh, uh, learning about real estate investing, is, is that uh, what you're yes.
0: asking? Yes
1: yeah i'll say um yes when when it comes to uh real estate investing uh there are a lot of resources online on youtube uh free resources um uh, the real estate home runs podcast too where I'm not i'm yeah, not pitching my podcast there, but i it's free i I'm doing it if I'm asking people. Uh, questions that I'm um, I get a lot, and um, it's been interesting to hear people's story because uh, online you sometimes you only see the positive, but you don't always hear about the negative. Uh, but uh, any particular topic that someone is interested in, there are resources on YouTube. Um, there are courses that people can take on Udemy, um, or um, even like Quizlet. <laughs> you can find uh, resources and if someone wants to take it to the next level um, even being part of masterminds or attending uh, local meetup groups to connect and network with other investors in the area
0: yeah that that all that all makes sense and you said the negative what would you say your biggest successes and your biggest failure in real estate investing my biggest Biggest success, um, I'll
1: say, has been being able to uh, build up a team, build up a network to come out of teaching um, and be able to focus on real estate full time. And um, the biggest failure or, I guess, learning opportunity has been uh, this house that I I can't wait to sell uh just because <laughs> of those things that I, I I should have done during the due diligence, but but didn't. Uh, so when you're dealing with houses outside of the city, you yeah, if if they have a septic there, uh you want to make sure you get it inspected. So it just helps you anticipate what's coming, if if anything.
0: Yeah. So do the due diligence if you can. Uh, is, mm-hmm. is is the lesson,
1: yeah. and 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 be humble, be humble. Don't don't feel like you know everything or you can't receive feedback. Because uh, when I was a teacher, I I I learned from the custodian, I learned from the mm-hmm. secretaries, I learned from the nurses, and just because someone does not have a quote unquote title does not mean you should not listen to them. There's a lot that you can learn from other people, uh, but there, there are many people that have pioneered the way and, and are more advanced than we are. And if we're not willing to receive uh, and, and tap into those resources that are where we want to be, then we're missing
0: out a lot. Uh, absolutely. We, we can't forget that we're standing on the shoulders of those who came before us and, mm-hmm. and learn the lessons that, that, that they have to share with us. Mm-hmm. Yes. Now, are, are you are you a bor- born and raised Berks County in, or are you a, a transplant, as I like to call it? So I'm Dominican. I'm um, I was born in the Dominican
1: Republic and moved to the U.S. with my family, and um, I have been in Redding's, uh since. Um, so I moved to the U.S. Uh, 2004. Lived in New York for about a year, and then moved to the Berks County area and, and I love it we people take what we have in our area for granted uh, but there's there's so much to do around here so many opportunities uh, so many relationships that you can build and um, I think if people are not going out of their way um, putting themselves in uncomfortable situations um, at times uh, just meeting people connecting uh, they they miss out on all that Berks County has to offer.
0: So what is your your favorite thing about about the area then
1: oh there are hikes uh, so many hiking uh, trails in the area and then i I like to have fun too I like to work hard but at the same time have fun uh, when I have to uh, there are great hikes um, uh, so many different restaurants nearby the attractions um, uh, uh networking events uh people that want to see this area thrive and grow and and I love that and and um uh I know reading sometimes gets gets a bad rep um i have lived in reading um uh, uh worked in the city uh and I think there is so much positive that sometimes gets um how can i say crowded or or clouded by the mm-hmm. negative? That people um, take for granted what we have, and and I read, uh, I think the U.S. News, uh, real estate, U.S. News for real estate. It's a national uh, uh, publishing company. They rank Reading, the Reading metro area, so not the city, but the Reading metro area. So we're talking three hundred and fifty or so thousand people as number fifteen retirement place in the country because affordability in housing, you know, all the things that, all the different things that are there to do, uh, the, the schools and, and, um, and also the attractions. Yeah. Uh, and I, I feel like Reading has a lot of potential that, um, other places don't
0: that's very inter- that's very interesting. Um, I wouldn't necessarily have thought of it as a hot retirement location, but it, but it ma- it makes sense given given the, the affordability and and the other you know all there's a lot of recreation uh, to take it to take advantage take advantage of. Well, thank you so much for for being here uh, on on my show, not not minding my own business, and I'm and I understand that we'll also be on you, on your show. Uh, real estate home runs. So, um, I it's been a wonderful it, having this com- this conversation. If anyone is looking to reach out to you for any reason, is there what's the best way to do that? Uh, they can connect with me on Facebook,
1: uh Louise Vanderhorst, L U I S Vanderhorst V A N D E R H O R S T uh for those that are listening. And um I'm also on LinkedIn, Louise Vanderhorst. I'm happy to connect, answer any questions people may have.
0: Well, thank you. Thank you for being here, uh, Lewis. Uh, and, and thank you uh, again to all our listeners uh, for, for tuning in to uh, another episode of Not Minding My Own Business. <music>